Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Welcome into another edition of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, your chance to get some face time with your favorite players and also front office executives. And that's who we're joined by today, Bobby Evans, Senior Vice President and General Manager of the San Francisco Giants. Bobby, thanks for stepping into the cage. No, you got it. You got it. No problem. All right, fans, you know how to get involved. You can use the hashtag chatting cage on Twitter. Use the MLB fans app and, of course, hit that button on your screen. You can actually get in line and ask your own questions. We're going to start on social media today. And Bobby Jojo Radios wants to know, how do you weigh in on the West Coast Dodgers rivalry? What makes the rivalry with those guys in blue so electrifying? I mean, it's such a great history. I mean, going back to 1958 when they both moved uh, east, uh, west from the East Coast. But, of course, there was a great rivalry back in New York. So there's a lot of history that, that combines uh, the two uh, franchises. And uh, there's always an L.A.-San Francisco rivalry anyway, but uh, both uh, sharing the division. And, and uh, you got a Kershaw Bumgarner, you know, makes it very special now. Uh, there's, there's a lot of elements of it that just, uh, I think, you know, gets the fans excited. But... You know, I think players, when they first show up in the organization, that's one of the things that's talked about by the veteran players and Hall of Famers alike. And it's certainly been special in recent years because both teams, obviously, year in, year out, have been putting great teams on the field, and there's been that competition to, to get to the postseason for both clubs. We have a fan ready to go on the line. Fan, go ahead. Tell us your name, where you're from, and ask your question for Bobby Evans. Hi, my name is Leo. I'm from San Antonio. And my question is, what are your expectations for newly added Mark Melanson? Yeah, my expectation for Mark is that, you know, we're going to give him a lot of close ball games to finish for us, and it really helps line up the rest of our bullpen. You know, knowing who the closer is, knowing who we're going to finish the game with, you'll make everybody better. I mean, his influence on the rest of the staff, uh, his, his influence and presence in that clubhouse, uh, the confidence that we have in him, uh, you know, will really help, you know, give the whole club a, a, an ease of their mind and, and hopefully give us a chance to win this division with uh, his leadership and his presence. Yeah, and certainly you look back to late last season, and that was maybe the one thing that you didn't have every day was that guy to go to late in the game, and Mark Melanson fills that role, and, and you guys got that done early in the offseason to take care of things. We have another fan ready to go. Uh, tell us your name, where you're from, and ask your question for Bobby. Okay, my name is Luke, and I'm from Washington, D.C., and my question is, how did you design AT&T Park? Yeah, uh, Luke, uh, AT&T Park uh, was somewhat limited in the, in, the, in, the, uh, you know, the, in the property lines, and so we had to squeeze it into a small space, and, and Peter McGowan and Larry Bear really were the primary uh, influencers of how it's built and how well it's been received and and uh, you know we're subject to limitations from the property line standpoint and so it, it, it's very unique and in some cases uh, you know it, it has the feel of an old ballpark despite being a you know relatively new ballpark from the day it opened and uh, and for us we thought it was going to be or in fact the commissioner's office thought it was going to be a, a hitter's dreamland and it ended up being quite the opposite 
It's really one of the true gems around the majors as far as ballparks go. And it's fascinating how maybe the best ballparks are created because of the land they're built on. You talk about Fenway and, and other parks like that that are squeezed into a little area. Back to social media we go. And back to your college days, Bobby. Bustio Brackett wants to know, how do you like the Tar Heels' chances in the NCAA tournament? Yeah, my bracket always has them finishing on top. So I, I, I you know, I, I, uh, I like their chances. I think that the fact they ended up with a one seed uh, after getting beaten in the ACC tournament, you know, really was no surprise because of the year they had. Uh, I like the way they approach the ball, uh, offensively and defensively. Uh, a lot of versatility, some depth. Uh, if I'm you, I pick them. I think a lot of people certainly will be. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, your chance to get some questions in to some of your favorite front office people, players around Major League Baseball. Back to social media we go. And Nats Champion 34 wants to know, Bobby, how does having Buster Posey, Brandon Crawford, Brandon Belt, kind of your core locked up, help you formulate a plan in building this team year after year? Well, it gives you stability in the lineup. And, and uh, it also allows you to, to give some of the, your younger players from the system a chance because you've got, you know, core parts of your offense uh, committed and, and long-term, and that, that really helps you. Uh, at the same time, uh, you know, it gives you a chance to compete if you can build a pitching staff uh, to support, you know, those bats and, and those kind of defenders. And uh, we feel like we've done that. We've got a chance to win this division. That's our hope going into the season. But uh, those guys are cornerstone pieces and, and very valuable to us long-term. It's now time for our EDJ question of the day. And the question today, Bobby, is if you weren't overseeing a Major League Baseball club, what would you be doing with your career? I don't know, I'm a big Dunkin' Donuts fan. I don't know if I'd own a, a chain of those guys or, or uh, just be uh, you know, working uh, in sports in some capacity. I, 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 love, uh, I love being a part of the game. Uh, you know, I'd be happy selling peanuts. At Fenway, I mean, it's it's a it's a great game, and it's it's so much fun to be a part of it. Uh, you know, I always dreamed to play in the game, and when that dream you know didn't come to fruition, I'm I'm just thankful to be a part of the the day to day with an organization like the Giants and in a great city like San Francisco. Uh, but uh, for me, uh, I think in some capacity in sports, if it weren't baseball, something else. Dunkin' Donuts, the East Coast roots coming through there. That's right. Maybe I'd be okay with Krispy Kreme, too. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. We have another fan ready to go. Fan, go ahead. Tell us your name, where you're from, and ask your question for Bobby. Hello. I'm Andrew. I'm from Houston, Texas. And I was wondering, what is it like on trade deadline day? Yeah, deadline day is crazy. I mean, a lot of times you have a lot of balls in the air, a lot of different scenarios that are playing out. Uh, the night before, and you're kind of waiting that last couple of hours. I mean, we're on the West Coast, so it, it, the, the deadline comes early for us, and uh, you're waiting for that, that final phone call to tell you the deal is going to go through or not go through, and, and it can be quite chaotic because you can have a number of different scenarios uh, all the way up to the last minute. And, you know, with, with trying to check medical, uh, it gets very difficult if you don't have, uh, you know, an hour or more to, to do that part of the deal. And, and this year it came down to the last 20 minutes, so it was pretty hectic. You guys have made some great deals on deadline data that have led to those recent championships as well. Back to social media we go in the MLB Fans app. Chuck Morris wants to know, how do you prepare for the draft with so many rounds and players to scout? And I think part of that, Bobby, is the fact that we mentioned your core. So many of those guys are homegrown and came up through the draft. How do you get ready for that every year? 
Yeah, we've got great leadership uh, from John Barr and the scouting supervisors, uh, Dick Tidrow with his experience uh, as a part of the draft. And so we've got a lot of great experience uh, out in the field uh, evaluating guys, uh, you know, using, you know, the, the, the analytics that, that we have available to us as well. Uh, so there's a lot of resources, a lot of video, a lot of information. And, and our guys are out there from the beginning of uh, the year all the way, uh, you know, through the draft. And then as soon as the draft is over, they start preparing for next year's draft. And there's a lot more information out there than ever before. Uh, there's a lot of good, good prospects that you, you pass over because you, you believe in another guy. And uh, as many as you hit on, you miss as well. And, and it's, a, it's a fun part of the year, uh, but it, it does tax all of our resources to make sure that we you know, stay engaged all the way through round 40 and don't, don't give in to just getting an organizational guy if you can draft a guy that can ultimately help you long term. It's one of those things as well where you make all those picks in June and then you don't really know how that draft panned out for years and years to come. But, but it's what keeps good baseball teams good year after year is that young talent coming up through the system. All right, we have another fan ready to go, Bobby. Go ahead, tell us your name, where you're from, and ask your question for Bobby Evans. Hi, Bobby. My name is Jeremy. I'm from Moss Beach, California. I was wondering uh, what it's like for you to watch Buster Posey and Brandon Crawford represent the U.S. in the WBC. Yeah, great question, Jeremy. I mean, it's hard not to have them in camp, but it has been exciting to watch them, you know, compete. Uh, I know they're having fun. I know they wanted to do this, and, and they're representing the USA well and uh, keeping us uh, in the hunt for – uh, the championship. Uh, I know it's uh, uh, again. It's it's an early uh, rise to that level of competition for them in the spring, earlier than they've ever been before. But I think it'll help them, you know, be that much more ready when the season opens. Uh, they'll get a little uh, break between the end of the uh, WBC and the start of the season, so they'll have some time to to regather themselves and be ready for the opening in Arizona. The atmosphere around those World Baseball Classic games has been incredible down in Miami and then obviously now moving on to San Diego for that U.S. team. Back to the MLB Fans app, Chai Cubby wants to know, and this is a tough question for you, Bobby, but Chai Cubby wants to know, who's your favorite player on the current roster? My favorite player on the current roster? Uh, well, that's a great question. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with whoever hits the three-run home or opening day. That sounds good. And who closes out Although the game? Although I, I will have, I do, I do have, I do have a little, I do have a little, I do have a little bias towards a uh, North Carolina guy named Bumgarner. Yeah, that guy's pretty good, and and from North Carolina certainly. All right, we're going to stick to to social and on Twitter. West Coast Champs wants to know what are the most difficult aspects of your job day to day. I mean, I think that you're just trying to keep uh, a lot of great people, uh, uh, you know, uh, tooled for success. And, and so whether that be players or coaches or player development staff or scouting staff, you're just trying to make sure that, that I do nothing to inhibit them ab their ability to do their job uh, the best possible way. The, the, the stressors sometimes come in the spring when you're trying to, you're trying to do a multi-year deal, which we're not actively involved in this spring. Uh, the stressors in the spring uh, come when you have to make tough decisions about you know, veteran players that may not make your club. Uh, that can be stressful. I think at Meyer League camp, it's very stressful when we have to tell a player that he's being released and you know, maybe at, at some level the end of his dream. I mean, those are the toughest days for us uh, during the season. This is the Edward Jones chatting cage. People think of all the, the great moments and the glory of winning championships, but yeah, there are hard days as well where you have to let guys go and that sort of thing. We have another fan ready to go. 
Go ahead, tell us your name, where you're from, and ask your question for Bobby Evans. Uh, hey, Bobby, this is uh, Bobby. And I was um, going to ask, what's your favorite uh, ballpark outside of uh, San Francisco? Now, I grew up uh, going to Fenway Park, so it just has such great history. Uh, you know, built and opened in 1912. And, you know, my first memory as a kid is going to the ballpark at the age of three or four years old and getting a Johnny Pesky autograph. And uh, it's forever etched in my mind just, uh, you know, being at Fenway Park. And, uh, you know, I think it's it's very special to have a ballpark like AT&T to watch day, you know, games day in and day out because it's it, it really is a throwback kind of ballpark. And it reminds me in many ways of Fenway. Back to social for another one, Bobby. Black and Orange wants to know, do you see the National League West becoming even more competitive in 2017? Obviously, the last couple of years, the Dodgers and Giants have dominated, but those other teams, are they getting better? Is it going to be tougher for 162? I think they're getting better. I think that the Rockies and D-backs especially, and again, even though the Padres are in a rebuild mode, they've got some, some talent, and they're, they're not – they're not going to be uh, overlooked when you play them 18 times. And uh, it's tough to, tough always to play in Colorado. Uh, and L.A. has been, of course, tough. But Arizona and the Rockies stepping up are going to make it a, a very interesting division. We are out of time. Bobby, thanks so much for joining us. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. This has been another edition of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Make sure you tune in again next time.